there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. Uh, I'm your host again today, Rich Polly, and joining me is Liam Baker, back from the Highlands. Bonjour. Or should I say, no, I was about to do an Australian accent. I guess. There we go. <laughs> How many deep fried things did you eat last week? Don't answer uh, that None. I didn't have a single one. Not even a, not even a deep fried thing that should be deep fried in a normal country. Like fish no, or I had, one be- I had one before after a night out, and it made me feel ill. No, fair enough. Um, never also join us. Never deep fat <laughs> five miles by people, or a cream egg, or even a slice of pizza. All all things I've <laughs> eaten. Um, so, also joining us today is um, dodging his wife's birthday celebrations. Ben Hibbert. Hello there. Not dodging. Hello. She's sat in the room enjoying wine. With me oh. not there, what what better can the bit? <laughs> Such a gift. Such a gift. Um, po- possibly occasionally chipping in and then disappearing off to save the NHS is Tim. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and finally, joining us today is a special guest from TNX Squadron, um, somewhere in the south. Uh, it's Demetrius Stavropoulos, a.k.a. Old Jester. How's it going, man? So good. And... Good evening, everyone, and Kalispera for the international audience. Oh, Kalispera. That's the other thing. I know Yamas. That's the, one there of the two go. Greek words I use. I shan't use the other one. Oh, I think I know the other one now. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, anybody says it, it'll end up being hey out just for the international audience, not needing to... The, 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 all the 10 million of Greek people living in Greece will be instantly able to recognize the word. Anybody who's ever been on holiday to a Greek island will recognize the word as well. Um, all right. Um, so we've got a few events to talk about actually today because um, we've all been playing recently. Um, so this weekend uh, saw um, a, a triptych of events. We had uh, the Gold Squadron's Mustafar event. We had Tim's World Warm-Up and we had the London World's Qualifier, uh, which went off at the London Grand Tournament. Um, It's probably fair to say it wasn't as big as anybody wanted it to be, um, caused by a combination of factors. Um, It had sold out of tickets, but I think in the end, they had 64 tickets, and I think in the end, it was around about 40 players actually were able to make it down through train strikes and all of the other problems um, that surfaced uh, over the course of the last uh, the last few weeks. So, um, and we've got Demetrius on because you did all right, didn't you? Oh yeah, I guess all expectations. I managed to to make uh, myself a, a world's invitee. Yeah, well done. So let let's just let's just you know get get it over and done with. You didn't win. No, I didn't. But you did come second. Yes, I did. And or as it's also known, first place loser. And it, it, it was really close. And it, I played X-Wing for six and a half years, but I never had to play a game of X-Wing that you you think about it and then you think about how much money that, that game of X-Wing is going to cost me for losing it. Oh, yeah, the flights, isn't it? The flights and the hotel, yeah. Because now you've got the invite, you've got to go. That's but it. Now, now you've got to go. You've got to pay for it. Instead it's, my, of... it's my chance. If I had lost in the semi-final, I think I would have stomached it a lot better. <laughs> well, and congratulations! An amazing run. Um, and we're, we're going to get on to talking about your. Um, we're going to get on to talking about your your list. Um, in a little bit because uh, it 
is not what I was expecting to see on the top table of the event. Uh, I'm going to be entirely honest. And it wasn't something that following a conversation you and I had a long time ago at a big event where I said, you were flying quad wookies and I was flying triple wookies, I think. And we talked yeah. about wookies and you might not remember this, but I remember you well, saying awful people. Yeah, very, very <laughs> bad people. And and I remember saying, you know, because I was chatting to you about them because you were doing well with them. And, and you said yeah. to me, I'm a simple man. And this is a simple list. I have a very serious and important job where people shout at me all the time. I play X-Wing to relax and I don't have to think about this list. Fast yeah. forward to this weekend. Well, it's about four years later, though. <laughs> yeah, fast forward four years later. This is not a simple list. So can you just talk us through the list that you took to the event? And you don't have to try and explain all of the interactions, because I think that's going to be impossible. Um, but just hit on some of the key ones. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a list that I, I have been practicing in various iterations of for the pretty much since 2.5 hit us. And uh, I, I, you, you know quite well that you might not have expected this list to be at the top tables, and neither would you have been expecting me to be at the top tables. But the combination of me and the list should not be that surprising because I do enjoy my my fat scum uh, builds. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the idea behind that list is, I I think having something that relies more on individual seat performance rather than uh, a combo between you know like republic when you have everything giving something everything and having to think of each individual trigger uh, in, in a combined effort probably would have done my head in so i just built three efficient scam uh, biggest ships and uh, and went with that so it was a Manaru in a, in a build that you probably see around everywhere these days with uh, Notorious and Gar Saxon and uh, R5 uh, droid for the for the rerolls. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I, I need to delve too deep into that one. You, you get shot, you have an advantage when you shoot back because of Notorious and Gar Saxon. Um, you have uh, Q9, which is a, a bit of a, a combo I stole from my my days of flying Bosque around, it had a, a double green token generation in the form of IG-88D and mm -hmm. a Lando Carlisian that allows you to spend one of these tokens uh, or any green token to, to get a reroll. So you get your double mod uh, there, not as strong as perceptive copilot and Lando, but to, to, a, to, a, to a good effect, uh, it, it still works. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had heavy laser cannon uh, on uh, on Lando as well as a as a secret source because the the, the oh no on Lando on uh, on Q9, Q9 yeah. the, the the very nice thing that I I have realized about that space is it it has a due to the title an evade to a barrel yeah evade is another green token. So if you're able to generate tokens to attack through a normal action, you have double mods. If you have to barrel to get somebody in your bullseye, you can still have a reroll uh, with, with evade as a spendable token, mm -hmm. or you can 
uh, kit it with something like uh, uh, overtune modulators, which I often do. And then you have all the tokens in the world to just spend around to, to be modding die shots uh, here, there, and everywhere. So it, 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 it works quite well on its own again. So with it being the Razor Crest, was it overtuned modulators you were taking? Because you've got cybernetics on there, or did you have false transponder codes under the card? No, I have a, a contraband cybernetics as the card you take with the build, and the extra thing uh, in, uh, I think, all of the games this weekend, I had uh, overtuned modulators. Okay. Uh, if I had faced something that relies too much on locks, um, uh, like having an alpha, rebel alpha type thing, I might have taken uh, something to deny that lock in the first engagement, but it, it didn't happen, so I, I opted for Overtuned. Overtuned's really good with um, with Lando, because later on in the game, you can burn your tokens so that you don't take strain if you need to. Um, yeah. Just by re-rolling, even if you don't need to re-roll, you can re-roll something. Um, yeah, and, and he's, uh, I mean, Q9 is a, is a, it doesn't look like it can move around a lot, but um, another part of the secret sauce was um, putting Fenrao crew on mall. Yeah. Which, when you start doing those weird shenanigans where you you utilize the Q9 ability of getting a double calculate uh, after you do a talon roll or a, or a sloop, if you still have an enemy in your range one, on your front arc, you you get to remove that stress, so it, yeah. it it's it starts working quite nicely when when you play it a bit uh, a, a, a bit close together. Yeah, Fen Fenra is a great piece for the Razor Crest. Um, yeah, as, as I forgot yeah. in my final game, yes, it's a great piece. For the Razor Crest. In my final game, I forgot to use Fenra a single time. Oh, I, I kept yeah. remembering after I forgot to do it, and saying yeah. next round I need to remember to do it, and then happily forgot it again yeah because it's, it's on a different ship sometimes as well it's it's really easy to forget when you do the range one attack you get excited about also, rolling the, uh, and... yeah that's the, the, the a real moment of being in a final for for a, yeah. for a world's uh, event uh world qualifier i think kind of deprived me of my of my thinking uh but uh that is how q9 is built to work uh, yeah PT1 is circumstantial because you ideally want you be, to be doing the heavy laser cannon shots, but if somebody is uh, willing enough to give you a stressed target at range one or two, you might want to take the, the potential crit shot. Mm -hmm. And then mole in the gauntlet, which is meta. Everybody's flying that these days. And uh, <laughs> They are now. <laughs> I've had two people message me today about the list. So, oh, brilliant. Uh, and uh, the the idea with Maul is you have the three force. You have no ability because you're never going to do coordinates uh, with 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 the way I'm I'm, I'm using it at least. Uh, you got Greedo for crit generation and marksmanship in case somebody lands in the bullseye. Uh, contraband cybernetics for that weird round when you do uh, something more red than red mm -hmm. and uh, you you have a uh, cat bane and mandalorian super commandos with a dropship bay which uh, is a is a nifty combination not many people realize that it works but cat bane allows you to take a red boost after you uh, 
uh, after you have uh, launched the device or dropped the device. Now, the commander... Wait, what? Well, you didn't know. Come on. So, so CAD being allowed... So if you've got your drop seat so you have the commanders on the ship, right? Uh-huh. And you have the main crew. And because the commandos are a device, when you drop a commando, you can do a red boost. No. Come <laughs> on, Rich. You should know about Cadbane by now. I know Those about big, super commandos. Big, big wet eyes. Beautiful red wet eyes. Allow you for a little boosty boost. Cadbane crew allows you to do that then, doesn't he? Yes. Yep. My goodness. That I, I would have at the event I'd have been like, no. And I'd have been pulling up the, the, the rules reference for the super commanders <laughs> going, These are are these a device? Do these count as a device? <laughs> you would not be the only person to ask that. Yeah. And and, and then and then you show them the card for Super Mandalorian Super Commandos that says that device. You you hold it in front of them and they go, You don't even need the rules reference, it's written on here, device, look, it's a device and yeah. And CAD being device and you right, beautiful. So uh yeah, so you, you can drop the super commandos to get the boost if you are stressed. Uh, you get stressed, sorry, not if you are stressed. You get stressed and therefore you then have multiple options you can either do a blue move and uh, get with a two bank very near somebody and then take a reinforce if you want to soak up the damage or take a lock if you want to push out the damage or you can even do a, a white move and use knight brother to give you a focus or innovate token depending on how you want to play so you have quite a few options yeah knight brother's really nice um, so what does, does Night Brother do again? Sorry, I missed you, it. Night Brother is the title, and uh, it's. Do a, you want me to read it out? I'm looking at it right now. Oh yes. Uh, after in, you reveal a non-blue maneuver, if you are stressed, you may spend two charges to gain one focus or evade token. So. Oh, that's filthy with the boost in it. Yes. Yeah. So it denies so much space as well. Sometimes if you're moving almost last, you're just like, oh, I'm just going to put myself here, and then everyone ends up bumping. So you can boost to the left and then do a hard two to the right, for example, and you have moved a lot more forward than expected and you have switched the direction that they're thinking you're going and it's a, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And you have their front and back, so that's as well. It, it, it worked quite nicely. As I said, the, the biggest advantage of this list was the, 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 advantage, the element of surprise. I was going to say that the other thing that the gauntlet gives you is it, it's it is really hard to kill because it's got two greens and Mole's got all those force points and then it's really hard to deprive you of actions anyway because you've got Night Brother. Um so you know you're you're actioning const almost constantly. Um and even when you're not, you've still got the force to to fall back on. So it is a very, very difficult shift to kill. But I was interested by the super commandos. Did you put those in there to give you another two like another four shots, basically, to to kind of ramp up your your the number of shots you took, or were you playing them for the strain? Both. Uh, I I tend to use, and this is me spilling on my tactics now. Uh, <laughs> I tend to play super commanders relatively close together. Uh, I I would prefer if I could to double stress somebody, uh, because then it really pumps up the Manaru effect. Because Manaru would then shoot somebody who has. 
the stress that I can take away and the stress that I can leave on for the notorious uh, reroll. So both car suction and notorious activate. So it, yeah. it, it works quite nicely if you can manage to do that. If you cannot manage to do that, yeah, of course, shooting, good. I managed to actually did kill one spaceship with a super commander shot uh, over the, over the the eight games. Uh, it's a two dice oh. single modded attack. It's gonna do it's gonna do damage. At I they shoot at zero, don't they, or do they shoot at two? They shoot at initiative two. They move at zero. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, at initiative two though, you you know that's when people have spent all their tokens. So that that one hit that you roll on two dice that goes through more than you would think it would, just because you know the tokens are gone. They, so, they are annoying. Yeah, that's uh, why AP five is a legend because he shoots at I one. My, my teammate Benny here in TNX hates them with a passion. <laughs> is that because you've inflicted them on him a lot over he, and over again? He, he, along with some of the other TNX folk, are my main sparring partners, so they, they get to experience my my builds uh, a lot more than, than other people. I, I played with the Super Commandos when they first came out um, a fair amount just for fun because you know it's like they're new let's see what they do kind of thing and i find them a huge amount of fun and it's, it's great to see them actually um doing well in an event and this kind of the, this combination of ships that you've put together um along with you've obviously got a very clear strategy um for how you're going to approach each of the different games i i guess you might have struggled in crates in uh in salvage mission but the other ones i think the the large bases for you know assault chance encounter and um scramble you're just kind of yeah i've got actions to spare with mole and with overtune modulators and with everything else you know being I mean, able to even even for crates the list is not that bad because of the crit generation uh, that that you have on uh, on q9 and mole and neither of the ships really rely on, uh, on on boosts and barrel by the time you get to it because uh, the, the the gauntlet boosts I I tend to use them quite early on if I'm going to use them mm -hmm. and uh, the Q9 uh, barrels again once we get in the scrum it's usually going to be talent rolls rather than barrels uh, so yeah it, it depends on the engagement but I, I didn't find that um, the, the the crates were were horrible for the list. I didn't find that. I didn't find that any list is part any uh, scenario is particularly horrible for this iteration of the list. There were previous iterations that really suffered. Yeah. Uh, because I tried the, a, a similar list to this in the Birmingham World Qualifier mm -hmm. and didn't do anywhere near as well uh, back then and. Uh, you know, it, it, I, I think this is more resilient to the four different scenarios than than other versions I have tried previously. Did you use the super commanders to like mark objectives in like in Scramble, where you just kind of leave them there to say, well, you can come over here and take this one, but you're going to get shot at by these sh ships that are worth nothing. I I have thought about it, but when you play at an event at the level of these qualifiers, you know that people are rarely going to actually go on the commanders your best chance is to actually land on them by your movement mm -hmm. okay 
that's interesting. Um, ben or Liam, have either of you got any questions about the wonderfulness that is this three ship scum list? I mean, I love it. It's making me think about buying a jump master so I can fly it. To be honest with you, I, I feel like it was described pretty well. To be honest, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've asked some questions to uh, Demetrius earlier. I was one of those two people. I was going to say, I saw that you'd asked. <laughs> I mean, someone did put the uh, all the lists on this fortress and outed my laziness. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something I'm looking at really myself because I like the Gauntlet, I like the Razor Crest, and I, I was using the Jumpmaster in the early iterations of 2.5, so... That, that Jumpmaster is absolutely disgusting. It is. I've it's used it online. In. Yeah, I've been using it quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, in uh, in in spring when the the last uh, Sith Taker online tournament was taking place, when when I managed to to do quite well there, it was basically with this list before the point change, when Mol was eight and Manaru was four, which allowed me to also have. I have the mining guild tie thrown in the mix. And Mo at that point in time had an insane 28 points of loadout. I forgot about that. So, so the reason you saw me you saw me do well in that tournament was uh, that this list was um, was quite strong. <laughs> yeah, I mean it and it it does look like a lot of fun to fly because each, each of those ships has got as you pointed out its own individual build it's got its own individual and unique interactions um but you know you can double modify any shot that you need to double modify i think with your list yeah because manaru gets all of the shenanigans mole has force and locks and q9 has got lando plus overture modulators plus ig you know so they're all double modded shots and then you've got your super commandos whizzing about just being basically the most fun thing um yeah i mean it's awesome so you we've talked about before you made it to, to top table the thing that that beat you in the end was a republic list the republic list that made cut um and it was flown by Tim Groneberg. So first of all, we should say, well, not first of all, it's a bit late for first of all now, but we should say congratulations to Tim for, for winning the event um, and for winning the, the flights and the hotel and everything to world. Um, so yeah, well done, Tim. Um, we're going to try and get Tim on either next week or the week after um, so that we can have a, a quick conversation with him um, about about the event from, from his perspective as well. Um, that's the thing. I mean, he, he played an excellent game and it was it was a very, very very good game of x-wing i really enjoyed the game of x-wing even if and if it was a very expensive loss it was an excellent game of x-wing it is yeah uh, it's one of those um oh, what's it called oh the, the the schrodinger's it's a schrodinger's loss isn't it because it's like if you don't win then you don't win the money that you might have won if you won but like because you never had it do you know what i mean so it's like yeah. oh and by that point, you'd already resigned yourself. When you got top four, you'd already resigned yourself, resigned in inverted commas yourself to having to spend however much money it costs to get to That's why um, I say it, it would have been a lot easier to stomach <laughs> if I had <laughs> lost to Ty Harris in the, in the semifinal. <laughs> but then you, you, get, you, you suddenly see the game of X-Wing in a totally different light. Uh, I never had to experience that before. And uh, 
being on the losing side of it, I'm not sure whether I would like to experience that again. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm surprised that they're 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 paying for you know travel for as many people as they are. I think it's great that they're doing it, but I'm surprised that they're you know putting however many world's qualifiers on, and then they're going to pay people traveling hotels. Um, that, I think that number. Have to go by boat. <laughs> You've seen how long the boats take for this game. <laughs> Where are all the Europeans on the boat? Is it the FFG boat? Yes. Oh no. Um, so Tim was using um, a, a, a version of the. Um, I'm, I'm going to call it the the Hound Satine Corky Seventh Fleet Gunner list um archetype so tim's talked about it at length i i played it at the weekend at uh, tim's event which we'll, we'll chat about briefly in a minute um basically uh, you, you take hound in the lat you put those three crew on that costs 23 loadout points that's all there's room for um and then you fill in your list basically you put, you spend 15 points on stuff right um so tim uh flew mace windu with compassion and foresight uh, Contrail with Crackshot, R4, P44, uh, Besh and Prox Mines, uh, Oddball, and this is great, Oddball in an arc with Crackshot, 7th Fleet Gunner, so there's a second version of 7th Fleet Gunner in the list, R7A7, Critbot Droid, and Synchronized Console, and then Click with Dedicated, R3 Astromech, Besh again, and Proton Bombs. Um, so you've got Oddball in an arc at I5, Contrail at I5, Mace at I4, and Click is a 3. Um, you've got two copies of 7th Fleet Gunner that you can recharge at the cost of a disarm token on Hound, doesn't matter. And Oddball maybe might disarm it on a turnaround turn, possibly, when he's not shooting. Um, but the whole gist of this is basically Satine means that some no, nothing dies every other turn. And it's virtually impossible to push damage into the list every other turn because Satine... Uh, and between Satine and Corky and Hound's abilities, the synchronization there just basically means that you token stack something um, with reinforcers, evades, focuses, whatever it needs to, to survive that turn. Uh, and then the turn after that is when it punches back again. So, um, and it can still punch on that turn. I mean, Tim, you've you've played with this a lot. What what do you reckon to this this take on the on the support ships for Hound? So that was Tim. Yeah, no, I'm oh. here. So I had oh, to, you're there. You're still there. I had to, had to turn turn my mics back on. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it, it's uh, it is absolutely a, a solid list, um, and uh, I was very interested to see the, the second Simfleet Gunner. Um, did make me wonder a little bit, like you say about the recharging, because I think um, Oddball, you want him to keep shooting, um, and certainly with the arc having a front and back arc. Um, there's probably quite a few turns where, like, if the lat isn't shooting, it's not so important. Like, although in my earlier iterations of the list, I had a lot of fun with Ghost Company and double tapping. Um, but you're not you're not really missing that two dice often depleted gun on Hound um, mm -hmm. if if you're disarmed uh, for re regenerating some fleet. Um, but then again, I guess the latter, um, the, sorry, the arc is a two dice gun at the back, isn't it, for its rear yeah, arc? So, it if, so if that's the only shot you've got, you again probably don't mind if you're uh, if you've lost that shot as such. Um, yeah. 
it's it's the big 4k with the arc it's the the 4k that could take you right out of the fight for a turn before you burn back in again with the the, the I think it's the three straight is blue. Like, um, I mean, I was I was chatting uh, with uh, the Firecast Focus uh, when they were streaming, uh, basically telling Dom to stop giving away all my secrets. Um, but it was <laughs> like, um, like Dom was saying, like, kill the hound, that's the key. And that is kind of true. And I said, you know, I, I jokingly said, oh, yeah, don't give away the secrets. And they're like, oh, no, no, yeah, absolutely kill Click first. And I was like, well, in fairness, Click can be an absolute pain in the backside as well. So Agreed. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like this is it. Like uh, again, and especially against a three ship list like the scum list, uh, if you end up locking two of the the scum big hitters, um, and one of them would have a range one, now you don't. You know that that can be big because um, certainly in my version, my defensive sort of version of the list, um, I'm very happy tanking two and three red dice attacks. But as soon as you start rolling four or more. Uh, I can't quite tank it always, so taking away one of the range one uh, shots is is, is big. Um, so in my list, I have kind of Lumi and Obi uh, as my two sort of workhorses, whereas other Tim has Mace and Oddball. Uh, we've both got Contrail. I think Contrail's fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is a, it's... It's different, but similar at the same time. So you know you can sort of see sort of similarities between between the lists. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it feels like a bit of a middle ground between the hyper defensive version and the the more offensive version, where you take only four ships, but one of them is a massively powerful Anakin um, in a seven B with all of the defensive support that the list gives him. Um, basically, takes away the disadvantage to have an to have an Anakin. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, some interesting upgrades in there, that, and, and hopefully we'll have uh, Tim on next week to chat about, like, you know, how did he get on with foresight on Mace? Um, you know, is compassion in there for a reason, or is it just like, you know, just using <laughs> up points? Point. <laughs> well, that, well, that absolutely. Um, yeah. And then you've got, uh, is it R seven A seven? Isn't it the crit bot on Oddball? Um, yeah. So it'd be yeah, interesting I, to know how he got on with some of those um, some of those upgrades. Yeah, that 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 crit bot is turning oddballs all of his attacks into proton torpedoes. Basically, between Seventh Fleet Gunner and the and that droid, he's rolling four dice at all ranges, and he's converting one to a crit for the first three shots that he does, and he's crack shotting something. So he's he's just punching really really hard at I five. Um, and with his ability, if he's getting the free locks from his ability, then he's got a synchronized console, which means he can yeet a lock to somebody else so they don't have to use Hound's native rerolls um, to save them for you know another day. So, yeah, I'd, it'll be interesting to talk to Tim about it um, next week. Um, but, yeah, once again, well done to Tim. Um, uh, Demetrius, how did you find it to, to, to fly against the list with the, the three scum? Did Tim basically shorthand the, the final when click? locked two of your ships and that was kind of making you sad or was it a bit more nuanced than that so i think a bit less nuanced than that because uh, <laughs> my overall lack of proper training and prep due to how busy i've been over the last couple of months uh, meant that i hadn't really faced anything like that and i generally don't know republic that well it's not a it's not a faction that uh, is favored locally or a faction that I have put to the table myself, um, I think, more than once, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
before the game, uh, the, the, I, I had a very brief chat with Dom from uh, from Firecast, and he was like, "Oh yeah, they have Satine, which means every other round uh, nothing dies." And I'm like, "I have no idea what you're talking about, mate." And uh, and I just went into it um, with with my usual tactics, relying more on what I think my list can do than figuring out uh, fast enough what uh, my opponent's list can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, to to an extent, um, early on in the game, I, 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 you know, my tactics worked a bit, and it was going quite well. Then I made a few bad choices and missed a few triggers, and very very quickly I realized that oh, now you're doing this. Oh, you can do that all across the board. Oh, you can. Oh, now I see what Dom meant, and I should have. Uh, try to understand more about it and, uh, and learn to pay for my mistakes. But you know, it's a, it's a very, very good combination list and a very, very well thought list. I, I don't know about the defensive version that team has been flying, but uh, certainly this list didn't so- seem like it was lacking on defensive capability. Yeah, so Tim doubles down, basically, has more copies of Dedicated, and he's got Luminara, so he can turn eyeballs to, or sorry, crits to hits, hits to eyeballs, so basically forcing you to spend your mods on, on offense well, and then punches you on defense. Or That was uh, the only one thing I was able to recall from the yeah. Republic, uh, I would like to say nonsense, but let's call it combo. Uh, that uh, you cannot take the dedicated strain when you're strained. Uh, and uh, I, I picked that up during the game in a, in a point that mattered a bit, uh, but not enough to, to give me a W, obviously. Yeah, so I think what I think what Tim was doing was um, oh, he would strain somebody and then pull that strain to Hound and then, pretend, and then strain that same ship another time. Yeah. Um, Basically, so you you get you know you keep dedicating with the same ship. So it's it's, it's it's even better when you've got both V wings providing dedicated rerolls to one ship, because then yeah, you, if you roll two blanks out of your three green dice, you go well. I'm going to dedicate the first one, pass a strain from that V wing back to Hound, dedicate the other one, and then if there's another shot, you've then got at least one more dedicated to go. Um, and even then, like depending if they're only doing two hits, like you don't have to use both your dedicators on the first roll if you roll paint potentially on the first shot. So um, yeah, I mean, like Hound does an awful lot of work in the list. Uh, you know, he's carrying yeah yeah five, six, seven tokens around some turns. Certainly when you're popping Satine, I think I had games at the weekend where you know I might have been stressed, depleted, double disarmed, evade token, focus token. Uh, then I'm taking a strain, you know, during during the engagement phase as well. So um... hashtag nerf hound. So the the idea for me was to try to take down hound first uh, by distracting uh, mace on the on the far side of the table with uh, with Manaru, and uh, it almost looked like it was going to work. I was setting up for a heavy laser cannon shot from Q9 on Hound and bringing in uh, with a boost and a, a big forward uh, for um, from the left wing with uh, with the gauntlet, only to see that uh, Hound was actually rushing in to, to get right in my face uh, and that's smashed onto Hound. 
and that immediately changed the whole target priority for me in the game because uh, even if I got the one shot on Hound, it wouldn't be effective enough to, <clears throat> to matter at, at that stage. And uh, I, I decided to go after the the smaller uh, spaceships first, uh, which could probably be the, the wrong move, but uh, I, I managed to get uh, the the V-wing off the table quite quickly. It, it it is a bit of a Satine's a bit of a a bit of a gotcha one for people that haven't played against it before. Um, but because once you've played against Satine and Corky once, you kind of realise that there are turns where there's literally no point in you trying to shoot at anything other than the lat. Um, because all that happens is that um, Hound and Corky pass the tokens to the other ships, and then yeah. you know you've you've wasted a shot basically. Um, but there's there are the turns because Corky the ships have to be in front of the lat, and Satine you've got to be, sorry, and within range one to two. Um, so basically, once the lat does its first pass and is then circling the fight, there will be some ships behind it, and there will be some ships outside of range two, and that's when you can start to to clear them off. The problem is, is you've got to get through the three or four turns where the lat's right in the middle of stuff, just powering everybody up, making it crazy. So, so Liam, were you trying to say something and I talked over you rudely? Uh, or was it Ben remember, or somebody? I remember the last thing I said was hashtag nerfhound. That's it. Okay. I can't I remember. I thought somebody was trying to speak and I didn't know who it was. It's yeah. right. It's kind of your thing, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I didn't. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's Tim. We'll talk to Tim more about his list next week. So um and the two Tims go. I mean, we might just all just go off and have a pint while Tim and Tim talk about how great um Satine and Corky is. Um It makes but, a pleasant uh, change from talking about resistance, you know, all shows. So. It does. And, and, and that's, that's a good segue because in the top cards at the event <laughs> there were there were three resistance lists, two scum lists and one republic list. So one of the scum lists obviously was uh, Demetrius. Um the, the other one was Andy Cameron, uh, who got uh to uh, sixth place in Swiss and then I think Ollie knocked him out of cut in the top eight. Um so he was flying double fire sprays with Kanan. Uh, with Maul and Kanan, so we we talked about that I think last week or the week before. So, um, disgusting. Um, and well done to Andy um, for for his finish. Um, the the resistance pilots. Uh, so King of Swiss was Ty Harris. Um, he flew uh, a trigger happy Poe um, with the typical proton torpedoes, overdrive thrusters, ferrosphere paint kind of loadout. Um, Finn with Heroic and Elusive and Perceptical Pilot. Kaz with Notorious. Check this out. A cloaking device, R68. Targeting computer advanced slam and Kaz's fireball. So between a cloaking device and advanced slam, that Kaz can really shift if he wants to. Um, and we'll be rolling a lot of dice against most things. Probably five green dice against most ships while he's cloaked. Um, What's so... the um, R68 then? It's the reroll droid. So I knew you'd, I knew you'd know. <laughs> it's, it's it's a good droid. Um, and then he, he had a couple of Y wings as well. So he's he's a lot of efficient pieces in there. Um, Finn really punches. I'm, I've no idea how he's used that Kaz, and I would love to know what he's been doing with it because it looks like somebody who's there to get some sort of position so that they can tag objectives and things like that. But for a four point ship that has a three dice gun against most things, it's um, with rerolls, it seems like it he can't quite, do that. 
quite a good distraction because um, when he ends up slumming, um, he doesn't have any any mod apart from the pure number of dice, mm-hmm. and you think you might get something, and then you realize, oh no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. So uh, it it was a it was a good play. Yeah, look good. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I saw that and I went, wow, okay. Um, well, I saw the ships, first of all, and I went, all right, fairly standard. I'm pretty sure I've flown that list at some point over the last six months. And then I saw the CAS build and was like, oh, that's a bit different. So um, I said, well done to Ty for um, getting King of Swiss. And then uh, Ollie Pocknell also ran resistance uh, to um, third place um, in Swiss and to top four. Uh, and he had Ray, Poe, Wilson, and BB-8. Uh, so Wilson's one of the Y-Wings. Uh, but interestingly, he had a weird Poe build. He had Trick Shot and Electronic Baffle on Poe. So there you go. Because Ben scared him with Death Troopers. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he had uh, Shattering Trick Shot Ray, which is an obscene, obscene cannon. If you generate a, uh, an obstructed shot, and Ray t- takes a focus token. It's basically doing five or six hits, pretty much guaranteed. Um, it's it's filthy, filthy. It's like something like a ninety-four percent chance of doing five hits. Um, like a, I think it's like a seventy-something percent chance of doing six. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, it's one way to overcome the tyranny of three green dice um, and to make one one agility ships really sad. Um, and then yeah, BB eight. Two pointer, why not? And then also uh, flying uh, resistance, Dan Affy. So I'm kind of going through the guys that made cut here just to say congratulations um, to them uh, and and quickly touching their lists. Uh, Dan flew Ray with shattering trick shot as well. So the same build as Ollie with uh, three Tie Fighters and then uh, not Tie Fighters, Y Wings and then Jarek Jaeger. Um, so the other fireball with M9G8. So making Ray's shattering shot even more accurate by giving her a free reroll on that one. So well done to Dan. I think you beat Dan in was it top four? Yeah, I was I was literally going to try to cut in here to to yeah. just say how how amazing the game with Dan was because um we went to the last round 22-22 and uh it was his uh his uh Y wing with a proton bomb against Maul uh, on the table. And uh, I had to make a call about how to avoid getting uh, to drop my crate and how to make him drop his crate while I was facing away from him. So it was a combo of uh, Lando and Grido to, to make him drop the crate and avoiding his bomb on the, basically when the time was called uh, to win 23 to 22 which was a, an insanely close game and an excellent game. Uh, it was such a game of cat and mouse throughout the whole thing. That, I mean, that, that sounds crazy, like genuinely. Um, one of those games where you kind of sit there and you, you're cross that you've lost, but you also can't be mad because you've just had the most amazing game. So, you know. And it was the second time we did that this week because uh, we also played for the, the Swapsies game in the Steel City. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. again, I managed to pull a crazy twenty to nineteen win on the last shot. And yeah, I think he was he was asking for a rematch through the tournament. We were not getting paired, and uh, we get paired there, and the same thing happened, kind of, of stealing the game on the last shot of the 
of the of the game. So I I I have an enormous respect for Daniel, and uh, I I also feel a bit smug for, for beating him twice to one point in a week. So you're you're coming up to the Sith Taker Open in February, aren't you? Yes, I, yeah. I am coming up. He'll, he'll he'll be there as well, so you can. I know, he might be waiting s- outside with a baseball bat, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so the last player that made cut was Elliot Waits. Um, so I know Elliot listens to to the podcast, um, and he's been you know hanging out on Discord servers and stuff for a while, and he's a, a known name in the community. Um, well done to Elliot. I don't know what list he was flying. Do, do any of you guys know? It's uh, Vader and Ties, I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, Darth Vader, Malice, Duke, Heavy Laser Cannon, Aiden, Elusive, Ion Cannon. Then he's got um, a Jingoist with Contraband, Wampo with Elusive, and Feroth with Seventh Sister. Okay, so he's traded two ties for a Reaper and Vader Defender. So three ties, Vader Defender and a Reaper? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just filled the, in. I, I've, just hit, I've just hit refresh on the list and he's... <laughs> No, it's yeah. a it's a good list, isn't it? The the ties are just filthy cheap. Yeah. Um I haven't seen a lot of Aiden, if I'm honest, but I guess you've got a spare point, haven't you? Yeah, I mean Aiden makes sense if you've got TIE fighters in your list, because it basically gives you an extra TIE fighter for people to have to worry about killing. Um, albeit one that's permanently disarmed, but it's fine. Um yeah, it's very annoying. Um Why would so- he be disarmed? Uh, because it doesn't exist as a real TIE fighter. It's the Iden's charge is you have to kill an extra TIE fighter, don't oh, you? Oh, I get you. That's Sorry. what I meant. Yeah, I thought you were getting confused with Iden. It doesn't work like Someone's been cheating oh, you. No, no. <laughs> oh, um, I'll, I'll r- r- remind me to um, tell you about the, um, the, the the rules queries at um, at Tim's event when we get there, because it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so well done to um, the seven people who made cut. It was an X in one cut, so everybody there made uh, either about five and one or four and one, um, which meant that there was a, a little play in. Ty got a, a lion and everybody else had to play. Um, yeah, That's really well, strange because in Germany it was top eight. Yeah, I think they just decided that they were going to do X and one and that's how it landed in the end. So, um I think here's where we need to also do a shout out to Richard Greenaway, who came eighth. Yeah. And unfortunately, he, he was doing really well. And I, I beat him in the last round of the Swiss, which uh, uh, basically denied him the option of, of being in the final. But he, he also flew an excellent game and he was doing really well. So mm-hmm. sorry they didn't do the top eight here and he had to, to miss out on the opportunity. Yeah, oh, right, Richard Greenway. he's good people. Shout out Anesta's as well while he's there. Coming in ninth is pretty good. I mean, we can go down the whole tournament if you want to, just work away down it. There's there's no more lists that I can see, to be honest. So. Okay. If you hit refresh, there'll be more. Um, but Ernestus was flying Boba, Manaru, and Q9, so another three big scum list. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there were a lot, a lot of um, a bit of a shark tank. Um, that yeah. event. Um, it was almost a mirror match with Ernestus. We we played in uh, in the in the Swiss and uh, and and he beat me, and it was uh, basically almost the same uh, well the same Manaru, almost the same Q9, and then it was a Mole versus uh, Boba, and uh, Boba is better. He's got a bit of a, a thing for Boba. 
Yeah, yeah I'm not the, allowed to say that name out loud. He had sixteen boba cards on the table, which was a which is a yeah. great matchup. Yeah, yeah per, per, per Liam, if he if he utters the name of one of his favorite X-wing pilots, now gets an excitable nine months old golden retriever bouncing up to him. <laughs> Six months, but he does harass me. Six months. You I can't even say. Him. I can't even say F anymore. <laughs> you won't be able to spell it soon. <laughs> <laughs> be laughing at you. Um, all right, well, probably that worked for you as well, Liam. Eh? Yeah, I know, right? That doesn't <laughs> work for um, me. Just an- another one uh, to say thanks again to uh, Chris Mitchell and the uh, organised play team for running the event. Um, the UK events always run really, really smoothly. Um, I know there were problems with TTT over the weekend that caused um, the Gold Squadron event to have to be cut short um, on the Saturday because they just couldn't run their event because it crashed so once again pour one out for ttt closing down at the end of this month um Mm. and uh yeah we're um kind of massive props to um to chris and the team for keeping the event running um irrespective of whatever happened technically technically um and yeah to the farcast for for streaming it so um Quickly touch on Mustafar, the Galaxy's 2022 qualifier from Gold Squadron. Um, it, as I said, it was cut a bit short. Um, one of the main bits of news of the day is Paul Heaver has a new laptop and has downloaded TTS <laughs> and has started playing in TTS events rather than just Vassal. So I, re- I recall listening to a podcast a long time ago where he said something like, I've got a laptop that's basically powered by hamsters and is from the dawn of time, and it yeah, can just about run Vassal. He's still um, made top four. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then and then he makes top four. So he's very obviously got um a new device that is capable of, of running tabletop TO. So um, not tabletop. Give, a, give him credit for uh, doing that if it is you know, if he's only just started playing on it and then doesn't make top four, that's quite an um, achievement. No idea how long he's been uh, no idea how long he's actually been been playing on T uh, TTS for, but um but he's yeah. a relatively new player. I remember seeing uh uh, he went to Worlds, and he's got some of those out-of-rim dice as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember Darren telling me. <laughs> Just believable. So, um, <laughs> I say congratulations to um, say congratulations to the winner, uh, Andrew Oler, who we know listens to uh, the podcast and, and has been on as well in the past. Um, Flying Resistance. Um, hey, it appears like everybody who's... <laughs> good at resistance um isn't me and it's actually good at the minute and uh so he was flying po uh three y wings and two pods which was a list that brendan osmond damon took to the xtc uh but with slightly um fiddled about with upgrades so where brendan spammed ferrosphere paint on everything that could take it um andrew traded in for different bombs and um engine upgrades and targeting computers and all more iron cannon turrets and stuff so um it's interesting and it is is that command yeah it's pull from yeah. wish yeah um so but i mean it's an interesting pull build because it's heroic crack shot um r4 and proton torpedoes so um he's, he's he only has to be good every other turn anyway <laughs> yeah so i mean I'd, i've seen a few people running out um overdrive thrusters on uh six point pull as well um just so that every other turn he can do the the shenanigans with the double actions, repositions and stuff. But um, Andrew's obviously just decided that Poe is there to smash people in the face. Um, so, uh, and I like the little BB-8 with Chewbacca. That's a free um, 
it's a free focus mod, a focus to crit mod once, and then every other turn or as people take damage, it, it gets better. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, well done to Andrew. Um, Chris Patrick again with a different list, three big separatist ships, Django, Grievous, and Previsla in a gauntlet. Meta now, Demetrius, you said nobody uses them, but they're all over the place these days. I didn't say everybody's using them. I didn't say nobody's <laughs> using them. Gauntlet is a fantastic piece. A bit overcosted, if you ask me, but it's a fantastic piece. It is. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, also, the so, yeah. list is pretty strong as well, uh, I forgot to mention, because it's three larger ships all sitting behind two greens, which, when you've got that much hull and shield, it's just difficult to get through. Yeah, hard to kill. Hard to kill. Um, and a quick thank you, uh, not thank you, congratulations to Charles Holcomb, uh, Pink Panther for King of Swiss, uh, with a not um, chaff-based first order list. So quick draw, Phasma, backdraft, static, and scorch. Um, so just a whole bunch of big guns shooting at you. Um, so yeah, there you go. That was uh, Mustafar. And the last thing to talk about was we went to Tim's event at the weekend. I say we, me, and Tim. <laughs> and a few other people. Was yeah. there no Ben? No, unfortunately, he um, blew us off. No, I couldn't come. He was washing his hair. My daughter had a friend on her first sleepover. I didn't think I could leave my wife with that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Tom Candlin won. He went 4 0 on the day. Uh, so, well done to Tom. He was using Vader Defender and five TIE Fighters. It was awful. Um, he flew it very, very well. Um, yeah, um, it was a great day, Tim. Did, how did it go from your perspective? Yeah, very good. Um, like, I always knew that numbers weren't going to be quite where I wanted them or, or thought they would have been uh, once I see the London GT had announced that it was a world's qualifier as well. But that happens. Um, you know, you know, I appreciate, obviously, people wanted to travel down there. But once the date was announced um, or the clash was announced, uh Basically, some people still wanted to play in Birmingham, so I was happy to run the event. And I mean, you know, for us in Manchester, it's like hour and a quarter, uh, yeah, door to door, and it's like you know most of it's motorway, so it's it's dead easy to get to. Uh, venue staff really friendly, uh, lots of space, nice high tables, so it yeah, it's a nice place to go and play. Uh, I managed to get some games in because we had an odd number to start with. Um, so yeah, no, it was nice. It was nice to see people like Dave win, um, who I've not seen probably since pre-COVID. Um, so yeah, it was nice to sort of catch up with him and and a few other people. Yeah. Dave's enjoying X-Wing a lot at the minute. He was, uh, he was not a 2.5 believer at first and then he, he played a few games and was like, Oh, I'm really enjoying this. This is great. And he's sad because he, we always play on a Tuesday and he can't make Tuesdays because he still does hockey. Um, hockey coach uh, training every Tuesday night so um, like kind of during about seven to nine months of the year um, he's uh, doing that rather than playing X-Wing but um, I'm going to try and get a, a few games in um, on other nights with him um, as well so uh, yeah um, it was great it was a lovely lovely day and uh, you're running another one in February the Wumper warm up no uh, January so January, January. 21st so essentially, it's a month before the Sift Taker open. Uh, so not only will it be well, essentially my event, so you know I'll I'll be running it in a in a sort of way of um, helping fund 
uh, Worlds trip, but also it will be practice for me and others for the Sift Taker Open. Yeah. So fingers crossed uh, we don't have points drop in between my event and the Sift Taker Open. And that's at Board and Brom again, yeah? No, no, this one's at Element. Oh, this one's going to be at Element. Oh, okay. you, you were really paying attention on Saturday. I was, but my brain's just fried. I'm knackered. No, so, Jan- so yeah, so... so I, <laughs> Not getting into politics, but um, so I need 16 people signed in, paid up uh, by the 21st of November uh, because the way Elements charges for its gaming space has, has changed. So essentially, rather than per head, I'm, I'm, I'm paying for space like as if I was booking like a convention centre or something yeah. like that. Uh, so I financially... It's not really viable for me to run the event with less than sixteen players. Um, I mean, I could. But I mean, I won't say maybe it's a hard and fast sixteen, but I need to at least be around that ballpark um, because if I've got two people signed up by November, uh, I am not paying. <laughs> but, you know, there's, for, there's, there's no point you running a fundraiser that costs you money. Um, yeah. So um, if if people are interested, I know um, the Sheffields and Leeds crowd have said that um, Brum was a bit far for them to go. So hopefully they'll be able to come across and join us. And I know we've got a, um, you know a few new players that have got into the game around Manchester. That hopefully um, we can get hooked to you know actual uh, event uh, tournaments and in person tournaments. Um, so hopefully they'll come along and we should have a good day. So I've got space for, I think strictly 32 although i'll probably cap it around 28 just so that we have the the spare table between two mats yeah cool i'm gonna um, try and get to that one as well awesome yeah i don't plan on being in scotland this time that'd be useful i mean um, so tom um so what so basically with my events i give away the prizes that i've won over the last year or so um i have a credit of a small painted ship from enigma wargaming currently and when Tom won that at the weekend, I gave him the option of swapping that for a few of the first order, which he decided to take instead. So the painted ship will roll over uh, to the next event for the winner, or it might be, a, or it might be a participation prize, and um, maybe I get something from Worlds for somebody who wins the January event. We shall see um, what happens. When's um? So the next event at Board and Brum that we're running is Sith Taker Squadrons. Yep. When's that one? That's in November, isn't it? November 12th, yep. yeah. So we've got, as far as I'm aware, somewhere between six and eight teams signed up now. Officially, right? I think we have six teams signed up. Maybe seven now, because I think Dale was talking about paying up. Uh, but I know that uh, Kez is, uh, is bringing a team down from Sheffield. I know TNX uh, are thinking about bringing a team across. Um, so we could be getting towards 10, 11, 12 teams. Um, so, yeah, that should be really good. So, um, you know, three... Play- I paid up earlier as well. Sweet. So uh, three three player teams, uh, different faction per, uh, per player within your team, and there will be a small pairings process and stuff that I will... I will put up and get that sorted. Yeah. And you sign up for it by sending money to sithtakerxwing at gmail.com. Yep. Um, so so there, the, the, there was an early bird period. I think it was £42 for the team, but that has now passed, so it is now £51 for the team. Yep. Um, Which is still pretty um, good if you sort of divide that three ways over where tournament tickets are these days. So. Yeah. Uh, so, How many yeah, days um, does a bird need to be late to know it's pregnant? 
<laughs> you can edit that out if you want. <laughs> no, it is. It was a deep and meaningful thing that will take us a few days to think about. It's it's got it's got full Eric Cantona with the seagulls following the trawler vibes going on yeah. on that one. It's all good. Um, all right, I think that's us pretty much done um, for now. Um, we are expecting to see the Yavin pack out at the end of this month, um, and that might bring with it points. So uh, we're all a bit excited. Um, whether it'll bring a full points review or just here are the points for the new stuff. Um, who knows? Um, but yeah, um, we'll just do a quick round of houses. Um, Liam, have you anything else you want to have a quick chat about? Shout outs and stuff? Uh, I'm going to shout out G Unit, also known as Big Irene. Uh, but that's about it. That's it from me. Reserve that spot specially. Yep. No explanation to anyone. It's all good, Ben. <laughs> uh, uh, ben, have you anything? Um, yeah, just just a shout out to um. I don't even think he listens anymore, but Ashok because he still does help in the survey, even though he said he wasn't gonna. Can't help himself. Yeah, it's all right. Pe- people and also a big shout pe- out to G Unit as well. Yeah, people not the rap him. group. It's <laughs> just what I called my man. Uh, pe- pe- Ashok. Just love spending time telling people that all they have to do is click on the correct role and then <laughs> pointing them towards it. Where when people are failing, I just go in and fix the rules for them manually. But he spends ages typing out instructions for how they could have fixed it themselves. So I'm like, oh, bless you. Um, He's trying to but, make people better, you see. <laughs> I'm just too impatient. Um, <laughs> Tim, have you any shout outs, mate? Uh, I'll just, yeah, big thanks to everybody that came out the weekend. Um, you know, it does help. Um, you know, this is obviously very much an amateur hobby and, you know, anything that does help me go and do things which are quite cool. And I do enjoy running events. So, you know, it, it was nice to be able to put something on again. It's been a while since I've, I think I've run an in person event. Yeah, since February. Yeah, but even then, I mean, I you, know, you ran it. I was just there helping with the TOing. I mean, I probably the last proper thing I ran was probably the Sift Taker Open the year before, where Colm had to drop out last minute. Yeah, um, but you know, it's oh, cool. oh, and and that thing in Borden Brom where Liam was supposed to be running it, but he didn't. It wasn't Adam? <laughs> no, no, Adam was supposed to be running it. Liam was playing, and uh, yeah, the the TO yeah just walked out halfway through the event. So I was like, oh, I can run it. Liam I mean, did say step in. I, I mean, actually, I will. Uh, yeah, I will say with that. I mean, yeah, you know, we 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 banged the drum a lot for Dennis, but you know, thank you very much for tabletop to you. Um, yeah. You know, it makes like I I literally just ran the entire event from my phone over the weekend, and at one point, I think yes, it did grind to a halt, but you know, it was back up and running within five minutes, and and we just we just cracked on. So um, yeah, it is a great piece of kit, and uh, we'll wait and see if uh, you know the GSP. Uh, bit of software that they're going to be looking at or if it's long shanks or something else but no it's been been great whilst uh whilst we had access to it yeah i agree um i'm not shouting anybody out apart from my opponents at boring Brum at the weekend everybody was great um but i can't remember anybody's names because i'm rubbish and i'm too lazy to go and look them up so i'm pretty sure there was a matt and a tom and oh sean and no one cares about sean that, that picture of you and sean playing is fantastic that was brilliant. We were having so much fun. 
Both both of you just like uh, head in your hands, just staring at each other across the table. Literally, we've played each other so many times that we're not actually playing with the lists and the ships that we've got. We're playing against each other. Like, it doesn't matter what the ships are because we've played each other so many times. It's just like, right, he's going to do that, but he knows that I think he's going to do that. It's, it's just that thing. So it's just such a brain drain. Anyway, um, now I feel bad that I can't remember who my fourth opponent was. Tom. Uh, anyway, brain's brain's dead. Um, Demetrius, here's your time to shout out. Here's your time to shine. I got a few because I don't get enough airtime like you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> so first and foremost, to to my wife who lets me go to do my hobby uh, ar- ar- around the country and even in two day events like the the one the bus event. I usually don't there, take. If she's there listening to you speaking, just cough twice now. No, she's not. See. Okay. Yeah. I think she would sit, she would sit next to me for 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 over an hour just me talking X-wing with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, big shout out to her and her patience with me. Um, it's a force ability. Uh, big shout out to to all the TNX folk that uh, you know. Even if I don't get as much time as I used to 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 get together and play with them, they're still there and uh, they they help me train and uh, and and learn how to play the game every week after week. Relearn. Uh, big shout out to all my opponents and uh, all the people who came and said hi uh, that we probably never met in in real life and only played online previously. But fantastic to to see people and uh, the friendly community that we have, and uh, and of course to the judges. Uh, a massive shout out to Eric Johansen, who is from um, Troll Trader Bromley, who did the paint job on my on my spaceships. Um, everybody was commenting that they looked uh, awesome, and I couldn't take any of that credit apart from the the inspiration that they needed to be green and white. Uh, but he he did a phenomenal job with them, and uh, uh, also a huge shout out to to my teammate Danny, who on on Sunday with the London Marathon going on and the trains being still out of out of whack in London, he decided that he had nothing better to do than to drive up to the uh, exhibition center to the tournament place and uh, and just be there to support me so uh yeah i think that that wraps up my shout outs and thank you for giving me the chance to do it and thank you for having me here you guys are amazing you know i i, I really love you guys and i'm trying to bring a tnx team to to the squadrons as tim said earlier and uh we'll be definitely seeing you at the at the sift taker open i love you too demetrius has to be said Hey. Never, never, never have as much. Well, as, don't say never have as much fun. It is difficult to have as much any more fun than just standing with you talking about X-wing, having a beer, eating a bit of pizza, just chilling, hanging out. It's awesome. Um, it's what makes this game awesome that it has yeah, great, great people wherever you look. Yeah. I have remembered my last opponent, and I feel bad because it was Mark B or um, uh, AKA. Um, Captain Black, um, who's one of the guys from kind of the very south of Wales um, team, who drives to loads and loads of events. He loves he loves gaming. He gave me the hilarious rules check story, which was where he stopped basically the whole event and shouted, "Is it true that you don't get an extra green dice on a torpedo? No, I don't get a range bonus." Uh, you don't get a range bonus because it's a, tor- a torpedo, but I do because it's at range three. And everyone was just like, "No." <laughs> Can I, can I no. just say it's rules, <laughs> rules, queries like that that actually make me think. 
because yeah. it's like such an easy answer. And I'm sat there going, "Have have I missed something?" And I'm sat there, like, "No." It's like oh. just just trying to think of like, no, no. So the the whole room was there going, "Is it?" <laughs> We've been robbed. This Everybody doubting themselves. Yeah. Oh, random, brilliant. Random rule of the week was you cannot notorious and give a strain to the commanders because apparently uh, remotes and devices do not get uh, strained. It's because they're Mandalorian super commanders. They don't care about your reputation. They're super. They're super commandos. Mando commandos, they rhyme and everything. That's how it goes. I, I do quite like that each factions are named something else. Yeah, that's cool. Even though they're like exactly the same. That's cool. I, I have just thought of something I was thinking about earlier today that I do want to just quickly say. It's great that every single faction in the game has the opportunity, the possibility to win or to make cut at these events. You might be limited to what archetype you can use within a faction. You might be limited to what ships are available to you within a faction um, to be efficient. But every single faction now has an option um, that it can use and that it can succeed with. Some have got more options. Some have got less options. But if you're a faction-locked player, there is nothing that in list world that is stopping you from being like, oh, I'm only flying rebels. There's no way I can win. It's like, just take rebel alpha and match up dodge chaff missiles. You'll be fine. You know, the, everybody can do something. I think the game's in a great spot at the moment in terms of the, the competitive environment. Um, and it makes me happy. Makes me happy. So on that cheerful note, because nobody's disagreeing with me, so I must be right. Um, I'll say uh, it's going to be goodbye from Demetrius. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much. Goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. Goodbye from Liam. And Tim. Goodbye. And goodbye for me. See you next time. Bye bye. What I had to do, saw it through without exemption. I planned each charted course, each careful step along the byway and more. Much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there. Tim just sounded like Marge Simpson. I just wanted to know that. <laughs> I'm confused by you. Just when general. he went, he just went. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shut up, Ben. I'll be good now. Giddy. That's my one. <laughs>